happy birthday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Huh? What? Steve, you can't sing that on the podcast. Why not? Copyright law, man. But I want to wish Todd a happy birthday. You can do it when you see him, okay? Aww. He's not even here, which begs the question, why are you dressed as Marilyn Monroe? Welcome to another happy birthday wishing and cross-dressing issue of Geek Speak Sidekick, your number one companion to Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, the geek of all trades, Steve Muller. And I just want to clarify that everything Steve says doesn't apply for me because I'm not cross-dressing, although I do wish to wish Todd a happy birthday. Brendan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we do want to wish our creator, one of our creators, Todd and Wade, you know, they started Geek Speak. Uh, but it was his birthday yesterday. It was. He broke his uh, no alcohol, drinking. no drinking that he's been doing for the last few weeks and since I he believe, had quite the messy podcast. Uh, according to a Facebook post this morning, he's a little bit hungover. Just just a little bit. I asked him because I saw a photo, he had a half litre. Yes, I said, he did. how'd the half litre go? He goes, well, I had three of them and a bottle of scotch. Wow. So he really came back in a big way. Wow. Happy birthday, Toddies. We love you, darling. And I hope you enjoy the movie that I bought you last weekend. Uh, which one was that? Zach and Miriam make a oh, porno. Yes. Didn't you buy him his favourite book as well? Uh, well, speaking of which, I didn't buy because it Because he, he can never have enough copies of this Because I know he's already read it. Or, yeah, because yeah, he talked about it a little bit last year. He, he's a big fan of this book. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, he's, uh, oh, he loves it's it. An- it's another week, Steve. Uh, so that means there's another trolling petition about movie casting. Yes, because Charlie Hunnam has been cast in the male role. And who was the chick? Uh, Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson. I can't think of anything she's been in. But Charlie Hunnam, British lad, was in Judd Apatow's show years ago, Undeclared. Yes, Plays Jax Teller in Sons of Anarchy, Sons of which Anarchy. starts again soon. And more recently, played one of the lead roles in Pacific Rim. That he did. So I reckon that's probably bumped him up to a bit more Hollywood <clears throat> level to score this Fifty Shades role. Well, uh, yes. Uh, to be honest, Steve and I have never read either book. Uh, don't, don't intend really to. Want to. But uh, yeah, just uh, while we're talking about Todd, a bit of casting news that I'm sure interested him. I must admit, though, uh, I, I, mate, I would have been going to this movie first day, first in line, had the rumours been true. About Emma Watson being cast. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well, given given the uh, content of the book, Um, yes, if if I'd had a chance to see Emma Watson in that, oh, (laughs) I'd have to book out the cinema myself. It would be a... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so they just wanted to, you know, make mention of that because it's another big, you know, with the theme of the last couple of weeks with casting announcement and fans' overreactions, uh, we thought we'd make mention of, yeah, the Fifty Shades of Grey casting. And speaking of other movies, a little trailer dropped today. Yes. Look at this, straight on the ball once First, again. Once Go again. to the sidekicks. Yes, once again we can bring to you the news that uh, maybe two hours ago, yep. if that, the first trailer for the Robocop remake oh, has dropped. And it was delightful. I know for a fact, um, particularly Wade, was very, very doubtful about this movie. And he, he's... Because I'm a big Robocop fan. He messaged me within two seconds of posting the, the link on, on yeah. Geekspeak. He loved it. I, I was surprised because I'd seen set photos of Joel Kinnaman, yep. who I love. He's from The Killing. Yes. He's playing Alex Murphy, a.k.a. Robocop. Uh, I'd seen set photos of the new design. And it was, it was black. all black. And you never saw it as the original no, sort of then blue in the trailer, gray colour. It was blue. I'm like, did they change that? But there's a little nod in now, there. Now, I don't know if this is just my Batman fan mind reading too much into things, but I couldn't help but think when Michael Keaton is there talking about the costume and he says, let's make it a bit more... Let's make it black. 
I'm thinking, I wonder if that's a little nod to him playing Batman. At the same time, I thought it was that kind of uh, Batman Begins, does it come in black? No, line. see, I went back to 89 because it was the first time you'd seen Batman in a full, you know, black it was costume. a black costume. Before then, you'd only had the blue and the grey. So I, that was my where my mind went. Either way, like it, whether it's blue or whether it's black, that costume it looks, looks awesome. Yeah, and, and the, the trailer looks fantastic. I just, geek bonus. Everywhere! <laughs> it such a good trailer. Mm. Two and a half minutes, which yep. I thought may be a bit too long. For the first trailer, too. Really, it's yeah, not even a teaser. It's a, teaser. it's a full trailer. Other movie news. Now, this dropped the other day. I'd known a bit about this for a I while because of the of rumors. I away. know. You Transformers the 4, the orig- uh, original. What am I talking about? The official title of Transformers 4 has come out Transformers 4 Age of Extinction. Sounds interesting. Well, when you think about it, because something that has been long rumoured for months and months and months and months and months of yes. characters appearing in this film... Megan Fox is back. No, 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 no. Megan, this is a whole new oh, cast. No, that's the Age of Extinction. She oh! She's not coming back. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. <laughs> no, uh, Dinobots. Wow. Who, one of them, is my all-time favourite character of the Transformers universe, Sludge, who is the Apatosaurus. God, I hope to see him in this. Okay. I've seen some concept designs that I don't know whether are official or just fan art of what they could look like because they had that kind of look of Ravage and stuff from the second film. Yeah. Uh, of uh, Grimlock in particular. But yeah, don't know if it was official because it was a while back. But Dinobots have apparently been confirmed for Transformers 4 Age of Extinction and once again, geek boners. Well, actually, I'm going to get this on, on record. Can you make me a promise? Yeah. When this movie comes out, mm-hmm. the first time you see it, mm-hmm. I want to be there with you. You you want to see me cry? Oh, well, not just I see you cry anyway. Yeah, that's true. But the fact I just Transformers is your thing. Oh it's yeah, it's your yeah, yeah, it's yeah, your yeah. Batman essentially. Talking, you know, in terms mm. of what I my fandom. Yeah, I just want to I want to be there when you see it for the first time to sort of get so I get more excited about it and can get more into it. Oh, dude, you'll you'll just see me as a huddled mess of. Like I, I don't care because you're not about going all, to get me with. Pokemon. I don't care about all the criticisms of Michael Bay and all this and all that. Like, yeah, okay, oh, I break my childhood, which oh, we spoke about last issue too. But he's a brilliant action director, and seriously, you know, this is the best opportunity for me to see giant fucking robots kicking the shit out of each other on the big screen. Yeah, and he's going to do it well, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, Dinobots. But oh, <laughs> I don't want to have to wait till next. Look at Robocop and Transformers Four next year. Yep, X Men. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, every year I say this is going to be the best year for movies for me. Cause Captain America 2 next year too, isn't he? Every year it just gets bigger <laughs> and bigger. I'm like, I can't remember the last time I didn't say this year is going to be the best year. Because every year there is something awesome that mm. I'm looking forward to. Moving away from movie news, you found a little thing on Supernova's Facebook, uh, Facebook page. page yesterday that you wanted yeah, to Yeah, I really about. wanted to make mention of this. They're basically, they've put the call out to the fans of the convention yep, yep. about how would they feel about paying up to $100 for a signature. Damn! And when you said that to me, you said Supernova asking $100, I thought you meant they were changing it to $100 yeah. for an autograph. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. But basically, no, I read into this. And basically, what I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially what they're doing is they're putting, just putting the feelers out to get the opinion of the fans because, I mean, they've got... They've got some serious competition now nationwide with Oz Comic Con. Oh yeah, I said it's it's all, it, it's, it's a year out, and they're already announcing big name guests. A couple of years ago, like if this had come about, you'd be like, oh, you've got nothing to worry about. But the fact that they're expanding, oh yeah, and getting bigger, they're going to have to set themselves apart somehow. Mm. 
So what they've done is they've basically said that they've had the opportunity to get some names in the past. Big names. But the big, cost, big, big names. The costs sort of stopped them from doing it because they would have had to ask for up to $100 an autograph. As a punter, I, I think $100 is too much. Yeah, it's but, a little steep just but for as a signature. A, looking at it from a business point of view... I can understand why they why they have to do that. They, yeah. To get these people out here, they have appearance fees. They need to make their money. Supernova need to make money to keep going. I, you know, I can't criticize them for for having to charge for oh, autographs. No, it's, a, it's the business model of it all. But what I wanted to suggest was, and if anyone out there listening, I actually commented on there on the page yesterday. But One at of the, the moment, there's, yeah, there's thirteen hundred comments on there. Uh, is I do think one hundred dollars is too steep just for an autograph. However, Supernova, if you're listening, this is what I would do. I would charge the $100. Yep. That would be inclusive for an autograph and a photo. Oh, I like guest. that. Because usually it's about $30 for each. Or well, I've, up to, it's, I've I think, seen uh, more recently. It's Carrie around Fish 50. Like 80 Yeah, and I mean, uh, Val Kilmer was 40 I've seen uh, some of them up around $50, $60 just So what you're saying is $100, autograph. you get them both. You get them both. Now, the catch is... Because normally, if you want to have an autograph and a photo with these people, there's two different costs, and then you could line up for almost two hours to get the autograph. And there's two different lines, because you've got them sitting down at the tables for autographs, and then you've got to go to the photo area. Yeah, and you could line up for another three hours for those photos, because the photos don't go for that long. They're not only there for a short amount of time for each... each Yeah, well, I remember down in Sydney, people were missing out, because they were late coming back, and you know, people like... Oh, they're going to be an hour late. And it's like, well, I'm leaving in half an hour because yeah, I've got to get my train. I paid my money for yeah. this. So my my suggestion would be this: you pay you one hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you line up once. Yep. The per the celebrity that you're lining up to see is already in the photo booth. Okay. Okay. So you can't really see them from outside. So that already eliminates the fucking douchebag volunteers we've oh, had to deal with. But well, fair enough because you're not meant to be taking photos with True, the camera phone. True. Just some of those some of those power They get a hungry. bit of a power trip. Yeah. But that would stop the need for that because if they're already in the photo booth, yes. no one else is going to be able exactly. to snap photos. You pay hundred dollars. Right? You line up once. You have your photo. Like you line up with the th- whatever item you want to get signed. Yep. You walk up. You get your autograph, you have your photo taken with them, share a and couple of words, off. and move on. I like that. You know that. what? If it was someone I really, really liked, I would pay $100. Yeah. For yeah, that experience. and there were some great names popping up in that feed. Oh, but, you J.K. Know. Rowling came up a lot. I threw out Adam West for obvious reasons. Uh, um, you know, Stan Lee was mentioned. I saw quite a few. Some people weren't taking it seriously either, like someone dickhead said about the cast of Dawson's Creek and blah 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 mm. but uh, you know they're, they're genuinely trying to get constructive criticism and, and it's good and, that they're gauging the fans hats like, off because hats they're off saying, like, for we're not it. saying it will happen but we're saying if there's enough people who want a particular person hey and you're willing to pay a hundred bucks yeah we'll get them over and that would be cool because we would like to see bigger names definitely in Australia definitely funny you're talking about prices for the conventions though because uh Emily's going to a little thing at Emily is your lovely girlfriend, for those my who don't lovely, know. My lovely, lovely girlfriend, maker of my clothes, <laughs> my sexy, sexy comic shirts. Yes. She and a friend, Her this is more for a friend, because I mentioned, we were visiting last Friday, yeah. and I mentioned about Jason Momoa coming to Oz Comic Con. Yes. And she was like, I know a lot of girls, what? Are, a lot of girls are very happy she about that. She had no idea. And so we start cracking jokes about, okay, we've got a year to plan how to kidnap him, so on and so forth. By Monday... Yes. I saw a thing on Facebook where she's written to Emily saying, Oh my God, dinner with Jason Momoa. Yes. Should we do this? 20 minutes later, tickets bought. 
And how much were those tickets? $250. Wow. This, the Will Shatner experience, you mentioned on a previous issue, you said it was 250 It's 400 Oh, wow. Holy shit. Jason, but it's not just Jason Momoa. It's Jason Momoa, Christopher Judge, and is it David Mickey? or It's the is other star guy. Stargate? Okay. It's a Stargate dinner. Okay. Basically, it's for a couple of hours uh, at an undisclosed location. They'll find out closer to it. Where I was a bit concerned was you're not allowed to take photos. Oh, really? You're not allowed... What was the other thing? They may not even... You get a chance to talk with them one-on-one. Yeah. But there's the chance that they won't be there at the entire dinner. So you're paying $250 for a yeah, few course see, that's, meal. that's pretty fucked. I'm like, they they need to have a photographer there. Yeah, if you're paying $250... If you're not allowed to... Because they're obviously so... Do you want a memento. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm thinking it's so they no, don't I come out shit. and everyone just gets out their phones and cameras and goes, oh, snap, snap, snap. I would say two things. One, say, if you're going to take photos, get it out of the way now. That's it. Yeah. Or... When you get to talk to them, you're allowed to take a photo then. Yep. Or they've got a staff photographer yes. who takes a professional photo. Fuck, you've just paid two hundred and fifty dollars. Even if for it was dinner. he went around to every just to every table, just did and selfies. the people and the people like the photographer took a shot of everyone at the table with yeah. him as a group shot. Yeah. You need some and sort of memento, and, and you can't put. And I would not say you had to that. pay for that photo. But no, you should be included. Fifty bucks for a f- dinner. Yeah. That they might not even be there for that long. That's not. You've got to get some momentum. But. See, the, the thing is. I've got to suck it up. She's off to see Jason Momoa, and I'm going to be left with just you. That's all right, I'll, I'll cuddle you that night. Extra mm. extra cuddles for you. Can you be Carl Drogo to I my can, Khaleesi? I can. But see, the thing is, for that sort of money, and the fact that it is a ticketed event, yeah. they can limit the number of people that are going. Yeah. It's, so it's not like you're gonna. It's not like you're gonna have tickets. swarms of hundreds no. of people go. Yeah, for two hundred and fifty dollars, man. If you don't get some sort of memento, fuck that. I'd in my flip opinion, a fucking table. Yeah. Now here's something I wanted to talk about last week. We didn't get a chance. We had a lot of stuff going on last week. There's a lot of stuff going on this week. Oh yeah. If we can fit all this in, I'll be surprised. Nintendo came out and announced the 2DS. Okay. This is this is the part where I I be quiet and just oh, like, no, you talk. You can <laughs> you can because what you're gonna get out of me is mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. because I know nothing about what you're talking about. Okay. You, well, you know the 3DS. I do. The 3D handheld console you sell them at your work. I do. Well, yes. Uh, lid design on a hinge, so on and so yep. forth. Nintendo have come out and said, right, we're bringing out a 2DS. It's a slate design, still has the two screens, all the buttons on the side. Apparently feels quite comfortable in your hands, according to Kotaku. They got a hands-on review. Lower price point. I think the American price is like $130 or something, or $120, okay. whereas the bad. 3DS is 180 Now, so you think in American dollars, that's quite a difference. Yeah. So, you know, cheaper for the masses will play all 3DS and normal DS games. However, they've taken away the 3D functionality. Okay. So everyone's like, why the fuck? Why? What? So you can play 3DS games. And there was this great little comic on Dorkly the other day that explained. It was a mock letter from um, Nintendo president um, Satoru Iwata. That was, it was just a joke saying, look at it this way. It comes out on the same day as Pokemon X and Y. Hmm, funny that. It comes out in two colours, blue and red. The same colours, respectively, of X and Y. Pokemon is Nintendo's biggest selling franchise. They make a shitload of money from it. Yes. But what happens when you've got the next game coming out 
and not enough people own 3DSs. Okay, I see what they're doing here. That's so, actually good. Yeah, like, this little joke letter said, you know, we could, you know, you're complaining about the name 2DS and everything. It's like, they could put on Pokemon Machine and sell <laughs> it as that. That is what it is. They are making sure that everyone has the opportunity to buy Pokemon X and Y. Okay. So, no 3D functionality, which a lot of people are... The funny thing is, people are complaining about taking away the 3D, but they're the same people who are complaining that 3D is shit. 3D, yeah, okay, yeah. And see, I can turn off the 3D on mine. That's yeah. a slider. You can turn it off. This is just a way of making it more <clears throat> cost-effective so they can get it to the people. That's a good idea. Good Speaking of... Pokemon X and Y, big news came out yesterday. Another Nintendo Direct, specifically called Pokemon Direct. Massive news coming out for me. Yeah, I know you had a geek gathering oh about this. Oh my god. You wrote a lot about it. You wrote a big, massive spiel about yep, it yep. on the Geek Speak page, which I sat down on my lunch break and read. Got to the end of it, and I was just like, I have no fucking idea what <laughs> any of what any of that meant. <laughs> oh, well... For players of the game, this was a big thing, that the original starters, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur, my all-time favourite Pokemon, my next tattoo, they'll be given to you at some point in the game, apparently early on. So not only are you getting the starters from the new generation, you're getting the original generation starters as well, plus a free third generation starter that they're distributing via Wi-Fi event. Okay. Completely lost you, but I'll (laughs) move on. Yep. But what they've also announced is this new feature. They've got this mega evolution, which only happens in battle, but it basically takes a final evolution and makes them even more badass. Gotcha. Yeah. Mega evolutions of Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charmander's line. So Venusaur, Charizard, Blastoise all get mega evolutions. Uh, Yeah. That's the good news. The even better news is they're bringing out a thing called Pokemon Bank. Now, it's an online feature. You can get an app for it. Does it have Dolomites in it? No. Damn it. It has Pokemon in it. Oh, okay. It's a Pokemon bank. Okay. But basically, it, it'll they're going to charge an annual fee to, because for what it's going to do, they're going to need to maintain and do everything. Okay. But apparently, it's only going to be like five bucks a year at the start, free initially. It basically lets you store up to 3,000 Pokemon. And the thing is, it's like, I've got... Pokemon and games that I've had since 1997. <laughs> and you've got to get them all... You keep transferring them up a game, up a game, up a game, up a game. You, you, you do, you got to get this them all. This way, yeah, you got to catch them all. <laughs> Which, funnily enough, they got rid of that slogan for ages. They're brought back for this okay. game. Basically what Pokemon Bank is, it's online cloud storage. Okay. So it's awesome. So let's say, fortunately, Emily owns a 3DS. But if she didn't, I'd have one 3DS, but I'm getting both X and Y. Yes. To get all the characters, I need to trade between those two games. How do I do that with one console? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't. I literally don't know. The way they're doing it now is Pokemon Bank. I can transfer a heap of guys to the bank from X. So it's like a cloud. Yeah, okay. and then bring them in Y. And also with an extra app called Poker Transfer, you can transfer the ones from the current generation, because they're DS, not mm-hmm. 3DS games. Transfer them to the bank. From black, white, black two, white two, and then down in X and Y. Okay, I'm taking your word for it. Oh here. my god, you are so lost right now. It is hilarious. <laughs> I know, but I know. this is a huge thing because it's a way of storing them. Because when, especially with the older games, they had um batteries in them, uh, like memory. Uh, so if that battery dies, you've lost your save file. Oh shit! There are people who, um, in the Pokemon Direct, one of the other guys was talking to this Japanese actress singer who's a big Pokemon fan, and she was saying. 
I want to be able to give my Pokemon to my children and my grandchildren. How do you store them? This is the answer, Pokemon Bank. So it was massive news coming out for that because now I can just do everything. Okay. And it's also cutting down the cheating because you can't actually transfer them into it if you've used hacked Pokemon because there are programs where you can make basically just blow out the stats and try to sweep everyone in battle competitions and shit. They trialed it recently and actually banned like 1,500 users or something. So massive news. The last bit of it is one that I was looking forward to and I'm kind of upset I already own a 3DS is the special edition 3DS consoles uh, from Japan. They have a blue one that has the legendaries, Xerneas and Eveltal, on the cover. These things, they always make these awesome Pokemon 3DSs, but American or Europe, English markets never get them. Yeah. They're bringing them out! Okay. We actually get a red and a blue one, again, to go along with the theme of the games. And they're actually releasing September 27. In North America and European markets, so I don't know if Australia's getting them. If they are, you can expect me to see you at your work on September 27 okay. and shoving them up my shirt because I don't have the money to buy them. Oh, come on. <laughs> but uh, I think that's enough. That's that. That's enough Pokemon well, I, news. I literally don't know what to say. You're just like <laughs> I have just completely zoned out. I apologise to any viewers, but this is you know we we try to uh, elaborate on all things geeky. We do. Which, speaking of which, I want to... Not right now, but there are things we want to start looking forward to. If there's things we haven't covered before, <laughs> I'd love to look into steampunk. Yes. We I'd love like to look into LARPing. Uh, Shay from uh, Ace Comics in the city. She's a LARPer and has invited us along to check out some stuff. You've got Epic DM coming up, fuck, this month on the oh, Sunshine yeah. Coast. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a LARP thing there. So there are there are a lot of things that we want to cover. That's the whole point of this podcast is to look at all the things that may not get seen too often. Yes. So if there is something that you'd like us to cover or talk about, let us know because let us know. I'm a geek of all trades. We're trying to teach Brendan. Yeah, you're we not gonna, you're not going to get me with Pokemon. I fucking very <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Transformers as a chance, Pokemon. Transformers as a chance. You're wasting Pokemon, your breath. No. Greenland halfway there. Too. Yeah, well, I was already a fan anyway. Uh, I said last issue I wanted to review Changing Ways by Justin Randall. You did. From Gestalt Comics. Did you rip it from Emily's cold, dead fingers? She, it turned out she read it that first night. Okay. She was meant to go to bed and just So you just gently, you you asked for it it. and she gave it to you. (laughs) It is beautiful. Okay. The artwork in this is stunning. This is one of those books where 70% of the people are going to buy it based off the the artwork. It is cinematic. I'll have to borrow it off you. Apart from a couple of panels that felt quite flat, mm-hmm. every panel feels like a shot out of an Oscar-winning film. Okay. The depth of frame is just spot on. The Just the lighting, the, just everything about it makes you feel like you're watching a movie. Okay. And the story is... It's a little... There's a bit of religion popping in, which I'm not usually a fan of, but it works well. Basically, uh, all these... It's been happening with animals, and now it's starting to happen with humans, where suddenly they'll have these brands appear on them. Okay. And depending on what the design of it is, gives a certain ability to the people. Like, one design might make you hear really well. Like, I'm talking, I could hear a pin drop a K away. Uh, Another one, super strength. Another one, uh, the ability to heal. Like a guy cuts himself, holds his hand over it, and he's healed himself. Okay. Sounds interesting. So it's got that supernatural element to it. Yep. 
what I was surprised about, but written and uh, illustrated by Justin Randall, who's in Western Australia. Yes. It's set in Texas. Okay. Because, I, well, it's set in s- Southern America, because I think book two goes on to Mexico. Okay. And because I picked up on it, you, it could have been a Western Australian town that I saw. But then when he wrote the word colour with no U, I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, oh, that throws me when you try and type and things into the computer. And yeah. America, and I wonder if he's done that. And I, if I ever meet him, I'd love to ask him, did he do that because he felt if he said it in Australia, American you'd, you'd readers... probably your biggest audience. Yeah, so yeah. is this to help go in the market? Phenomenal book. Emily put it the best way, it feels like a pilot. Okay. Which, coincidentally enough, we saw in comic book heroes, the guys who make Walking Dead are looking at making it into a show. Yeah, no, they were. I think Emily's not used to having long titles, where you know how we get trades, where you get six issues, six issues, yeah. it's a story arc. Yes. Book one is technically your first trade. Okay. So she was like, oh, it's kind of ended, but it hasn't, it feels like a pilot. She hasn't read book two yet. Radio. And there was this great little website, No More Following, I can't remember the name of it. But it basically gives... There you go, my earphones. It basically gives all these diary excerpts of the main character. About so that, it's yeah. cool that once you've finished it... I didn't want to read them until I'd read the book, in yep. case it gave something away. Once I read the book, I went and looked at them, and it's great because it's all this extra material that adds to the book. It's not like I've finished the book and gone, no, nah, well, I'm done. Yeah. It's like, holy crap, there's more to read! Just quickly, um, yeah. talking about Australian comic creators, Paul Abstruse... Yeah. Has literally just posted on Facebook. Um, I've got a pretty cool announcement for Pony fans coming soon. Just need to be confirmed. Well, the, the boys were talking about this on Geekspeak Live recently, weren't ten, they? Is it ten covers? He's doing ten covers for them. So... Yeah, but yeah, there's some Maybe more, he's more going to be an no, we don't ongoing... Want to, don't want to speculate. No. Don't want to speculate, but like, there's literally just gone up on Facebook. But yeah, other Aussie comics. Well, I was getting to this, but thank you for reminding me about it. <laughs> yes, I uh, sadly couldn't come along You with this. couldn't come, you were working and you're a lazy bitch. But Todd, <laughs> Wade, Dan and I all head along to Zix, Zine and Indie Comics Symposium, Symposium. at uh, The Edge last Sunday. Uh, I've seen the video. Video's gone up this week, so if you haven't already seen it, head to youtube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia and check it out. It's on our Facebook page as well. On the Facebook page. We got to speak with Zach Smith Cameron and Luke Humphreys. Now, I do apologise, Zach. For some reason, I always say your name is Zach Cameron Smith. It is Zach Smith Cameron. (laughs) We got to speak with them. Got to speak to every table there. Some great local talent. Uh, Some people had come up from Melbourne. A lot of zine and comic uh, illustrators, writers... Some fantastic panels. One we got to sit in on was skills to pay the bills. Like how okay. to take your talents, like yeah. your comic making, but actually live. <laughs> uh, another one was zines versus comics. Apparently this is quite an issue in the creators. That zines are better than comics, comics are better than zines. Oh really? And they actually had a married couple who, the uh, she does a zine, he does a comic, or vice versa. And they were debating Oh wow. Apparently it's this thing that, yeah, zines, you know, zine creators don't like comics, comic creators don't like zines or vice versa. Why can't we all just get along? I don't know. (laughs) Ben Affleck for Batman, yo! (laughs) 
He, he can bridge no, the gap. No, it was so good to see all these people. I picked up um, Luke Humphreys' book, 100 Tips for Bad... Oh, my oh, God. The, yeah, the bad... I can life. never get his name right. <laughs> oh, why don't I have it right in front of me? But Luke Humphreys' book from uh, Drunken Comics. It's Todd, Todd has talked about it. Todd has talked a before. lot about... Let's see if I can get it. 100 Tips for being badass and general kick three. I don't know. I feel so bad. Luke, I am giving you the permission. Next time I see you, I'm going to let... Kick him I'm, in the nuts. I'm going to let you do what Todd has allowed Paul Kajedji to do because he can never <laughs> pronounce his name. I'm going to let you kick me in the nuts because, man, I feel bad. No, it's a shame you weren't there, Brendan, but... I would have enjoyed it, I think. It was great. Like, so much talent. It was like when I uh, head along to Anneli Ace Comics and saw Kamikaze. A lot of these guys doing their 24-hour comics. You realise just how much is in your area that you don't realise. Like, this stuff that's coming out. Oh, Paul. Mason. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How was Paul? Paul? He was good. He was good. Big man. Yeah. (laughs) He's a... Man, I am six foot. I'm the tallest of the Geek Speak bunch. And he just towers over me. But no, it was really good to head along to. It went really well. It was a shame we didn't get to go to the Friday night event, the grand opening. We will be going next year. Apparently, they had no... You see it in the video. They had no more space for tables. It was that big for them. So next year, now they're looking at how to make it bigger. Where to go. Watch out, Comic-Con. They're coming to the convention centre. (laughs) Pretty sure that's about it. There was something we want to talk about. We might leave it for the Geek Speak Live, yeah, boys. I... It's a bit topical with yeah. um, some Batwoman creative changes. So if they don't speak about that, we'll, we'll leave it a bit of a sizzle. Basically, just look up changes in Batwoman creative team. Okay. It's a bit of a contentious yes. issue right now. Mm, very topical. And just quickly, I wanted to sizzle something for next issue, yes. which you won't have time to do this I issue. I love when you sizzle. I want to uh, steal one of Wade's old segments, which he hasn't done for a long time. Oh, yeah. Um, for next issue of Sidekick, I want to do Brendan's, Brendan's Obscure Movie of the Week. Oh. I watched an old movie that was made in 1991 the other day that I hadn't seen for about 16 years. Did it star Mariah Carey? No. Because that's one of your favourites. What? Glitter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, so I'll just sizzle that, and uh, yeah, I'll talk about it next issue. Sweet! Well, that's all we have time for. Until next week, be sure to head along to youtube.com forward slash Australia and check out all the videos. While you're there, make sure you hit subscribe, and that way they come to you, and you don't have Brendan knocking on your door saying, Why haven't you subscribed? It's like, Oi! 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 Subscribe! Oi! You! Oi! There's a new video! Oi! Get, get on it! Oi! <laughs> Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GeekSpeakAU. Head along to Facebook for anything and everything else. Facebook.com forward slash GeekSpeakTV. And if you want to drop us a line, if, you know, we haven't given you enough places to hit us up, send us an email, GeekSpeakAU at gmail.com. And Steve's address is... No, I won't do that. if you do that, I'm going to put your address in the (laughs) description for this podcast. But look, until then... We got in as much as we could. I swear, every week we do this, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and we have to keep fitting into less and less time. And, and, and the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Till next week, I'm the Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I'm the Batman Bun correspondent, Brendan. Geek out! <laughs>